Hello, and thank you for joining us here again. This is going to be the intro to the intro. I want to explain to you all what this episode is all about. We've been seeing a lot of great Kickstarter projects that do not always fall in the, the genre that we normally talk about. We still want to highlight them, but how do we do that when they're no longer or they're not in the horror genre? That's where this episode or set of episodes is going to fall in. A new sub-show called Available on Kickstarter. We're not going to limit the projects to being only on Kickstarter, but that's where we see most of the projects that or the creators from the projects that we we talk about come from. So for now, we're going to keep it as available on Kickstarter, at least until we're told we can't use that name anymore. (laughs) If you would like to be featured in one of these episodes or on the blog, write to us at nerdsftc at gmail.com. You can also use the contact us page or messenger app on our website, nerdsftc.com. On this episode of Available on Kickstarter, we talk with Greg, David, and Travis Webb about their Kickstarter, Starlight, issue number two. Kickstarters are always nerve-wracking, from what I've been told at least. I've never been part of one, but no matter if the project is hitting it out of the park or just barely making it, sometimes the campaign doesn't go as planned, and that's when it's asked, where do we go from here? We talk to the guys about where they currently are with the project and what comes next for Starlight. Are you a fan of things that go bump in the night? Chills up your spine, paralyzed by fright. Thrilled by horror at the center of a chat. Then welcome to the Nerds from the Crypt podcast. Thank you for joining us here on Nerds from the Crypt, where we're going to do the first official episode of Available on Kickstarter, where we look at ongoing Kickstarter campaigns and their progress. Let me introduce my um, co-host, Greg. And David, how you all doing today? Good morning. Doing pretty good. Now we're back up and running. Yes! <laughs> hello, hello. Here we go. And today we're going to be, um, we have a special guest, uh, Travis Webb, coming back to to us to help talk about the the uh, Kickstarter for Star- Starlight Issue 2. How are you doing today, Travis? Good, good. This particular uh, feature on Nerds from the Crypt is, is uh, more really inclined to um, look at ongoing Kickstarter campaigns. So we're going to be looking at some, uh, not only Starlight, but we're going to be looking at other Kickstarters and just discussing what we find um, on Kickstarter. But first, let's go ahead and, and talk about Starlight. The, the Kickstarter started uh, at the beginning of the pandemic. So the lock the lockdown started and we were gung-ho to do a Kickstarter because we're awesome. Yeah, it was, it was- <laughs> no. Best idea ever. We launched a Kickstarter and I got COVID <laughs> during the Kickstarter. I, I don't, I, it's kind of funny because it's like, you don't really choose to do these things. It's just life is like, hey, guess what? You're going to do this Kickstarter and we're going to just like throw everything at you. So the team, the team had all these challenges and, and we got to watch Travis um, from afar go through something not so cool, <laughs> super horrible. Yep. So Greg's two two of Greg's podcasts kind of went on a hiatus because of the same thing, huh? Yeah, <laughs> I feel like maybe that's my well, no, and then quite even possibly, uh, uh, funny book forensics. Uh, Dan might also have been sick too. Oh, Greg! You- I know I'm the link. All of you guys, I'm not, but I'm not the one. I never. Te- I, well, I'm gonna go donate blood to go because I donate blood, and they're like, "Oh, hey, we're doing testing now because we're gonna we want to test you." So they're gonna find out or let me know. Yep, you're the outbreak monkey. Oh God, I hope not. <laughs> I feel bad. But he's so cute, though. How could he be so bad? 
So Starlight is the series talks about former um Oh, there. Former childhood childhood superheroes who no longer have their powers. They're acting as normal just teenagers doing normal teenager things, but also still chasing that glory in a sense. And uh, where we pick up in number two. So in number one, that's what you get. And then all of a sudden they're thrown into this this wild craziness of being kidnapped by space cat pirates. And, uh, and, and, and Roger, the, the, the news, the journalist, who kind of is like, uh, he's like their Uncle Roger in a weird kind of way, you know, as we, as we move through this story. Because, like, he's the only adult character uh, for them. He, uh, he's also on this, on this fantastical journey as uh, the interdimensional space wizard pirates have sent the space alien cats to, to collect them. Kind of like uh, Zondu? Kind of, yeah. <laughs> uh, who, who, is, is Roger like Zondu? Yeah, to He's collect kinda, well, well, oh, well, the space cat pirates, yeah, kind of like that. But like Roger's kind of like, I mean, he's a, he's he's kind of a jerk face. <laughs> yeah, he's just a, he's a kind of uppity older dude who's been a journalist too long and thinks that his no nonsense attitude is important, but really just comes off as an asshole. Yeah. And, and you know that eight that said that like I'm the I'm the adult here kind of mentality, and I think that kind of comes out a little bit more. You're gonna get you're gonna get that kind of that kind of feel in book two for sure. He's one of those a holes that doesn't know he's an a hole. Well, well, he thinks he it, means well. He thinks that being an a hole is what is what people need. From. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's well, the, the best, isn't it? That. Mm-hmm. I mean, the world always needs an a hole. And Roger True. thinks he's that a hole. <laughs> so, what are the tiers that that our backers can um, expect here in this campaign? So, there, you know, there's a digital copy. They start around four dollars. There's a physical copy. They start around eight dollars. Then there's a copy with the first issue included, so you can get both. And then there's a copy with an alternative cover and a copy with another alternative cover. And all those can come with the first issue as well. And then you can get a packet of all three covers, plus the first issue. And you can get a copy of the script, specially designed for readers that, with its own cover, making a fifth cover of the issue. Wow. And then, you can, like get, five. Yeah, then you can get art from uh, original art from the first issue. And you can get original art from this issue. And you can also have Brett do art for you in this issue. Or you can even be done as art in this issue. Oh. Sort of. Ooh, well, not cool. in the issue, but, but as, yeah. as a as as a as you would if you were in this issue, this is your art of you in this issue. I think that's yeah. I think Travis I Travis said it. I, I and and I was just expanding on it. Brett, <laughs> t- tell them about the, 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 the big um the cover, the uh, variant cover. The variant I'm cover. gonna mess up her name. Okay, so we have this awesome. Uh, we this time around, uh, we we have brought in another artist to work with us, uh, and it's going to be pretty cool because we have Jenna Ayub working with us on this cover, this alternate cover. If you who's it. done uh, some work for us? Oh my gosh, yeah, our uh, for Nurse in the Crypt, she did the the last T-shirt design, or not the last one of the T-shirt designs. So um, that's. It's kind of like a little bit of family there in a, in a, in a sense. Um, so let's get down to 
who Jenna is and what Jenna's done. So she's been, uh, she's a, she's a comic artist and a writer as well. And she's been doing a lot of different stuff for, uh, and David, you can jump in at any time. And, and I know some of this stuff is in your wheelhouse of watching, reading and other things. So, um, uh, I know her from the amazing world of gumball. Uh, I met her at a convention a few years back and I, I saw her in an elevator and I was like, you're Jenna gumball. <laughs> and, <laughs> And, and from that point on, like, it was just like, oh, hey, you know, we, we became friends from, you know, and, and, and just like, uh, we ended up actually sitting next to each other at the convention because that's, you know, just how life just like throws weird stuff at you like that in a, in a weird kind of way, just like this Kickstarter, but it, it just kind of all, it all just, it just rolls around like a gumball on the floor. But anyways, um, we, uh, from that point on, uh, just ended up, um, chatting about different things and uh she came on to the project because she we were talking about about what we're each doing new and she's got a book coming out later this year forever home and i told her about starlight that travis and i are working on and uh and and david as well and and brett and uh she was like oh what's that and we started talking about it and i asked travis if i could let her see the script and he was like of course you know why not as travis knows her too and she she really thought it was a fun read and she thought it was really neat and Travis was like hey you should ask her if she wants to do the cover, the alternate cover I know she's done uh, like and David uh, you're probably familiar with some of the boom stuff she's done right so she's done a lot of I mean she's she's worked on a lot of different projects for boom like regular show and um, uh, Stevens Universe and stuff oh yeah yeah all those boom cartoons was she a showrunner or was she one of the illustrators right uh she did well she did a lot of work for their cart their, their comic book stuff so uh, that's right that came out so um but uh and then i think uh she did the crossover uh lumberjanes and uh, gotham cover oh yeah, yeah. lumberjanes and gotham the the lumberjanes in uh, uh gotham academy that they did they put out so she's uh, there's a lot of she's done a lot of line work, cover art, um, and 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 different book stuff for Boom. So it's kind of weird because you can go through her 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 work and she's like in tons of books. Like I've gone, I've gone to the bookstore and picked up stuff. And I'm like, oh hey, <laughs> and she's also done a lot of different anthology pieces too. So um, it's it's kind of it's kind of funny when you you say that because like yeah we've we've interspliced or worked on things or. Um, I would have worked on something, but something else came up and I was like, oh man, we could have been in this book together. <laughs> <laughs> so you all actually had a, a pretty cool tweet from someone, right? Oh, Travis. Yeah. yeah. Um, dude, geek out for a minute. I tweet at Gail periodically. I don't know her or anything, but she, she, she does tweet back to people. So I totally forgot. Yeah. Yeah. She, she liked, uh, Brett's artwork. I posted Brett. She posted something about, um, uh, uh, what, what art are you working on today? And I was working on the Kickstarter. So it's like, working on this. I just posted the art that Brad just sent me. And she tweeted it out asking about it. And that, that was pretty cool. Yeah. So are you guys, where are you guys at on the issue two here with the Kickstarter camping? So issue two is, um, and Greg, uh, Greg and I were talking about this. It, it's flatlined. Uh, so it hasn't seen a backer, more than one backer a day. We've had six backers in two weeks. That's uh, that's strange because our last, our first Kickstarter, we were almost three quarters of the way by the second week. Uh, mm-hmm. The nine thousand dollar goal, we were like in the six thousand range by now. 
and we we've only had maybe a two to three hundred dollar increase since our first launch date with this Kickstarter. The second issue. Do I need to eat more relish? Is that what it is? Do I, need to I, I don't eat think the relish eating. Uh, uh, looking at the stats, um, nobody nobody backed based on the relish. Eating. Oh no, we got we got we 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 went from being like. Uh, pretty far we got about five hundred dollars of backing do you think it's because of where we're at right now going back to school for some um, people you know that um yeah i i think I, I think honestly like there's there's multiple factors that come into play on on how the kickstarter is being affected and uh where the world is if you will um you know back to school uh, parents are focusing on <clears throat> on getting their kids back to school and how how that's going to work. Uh, their focus is on trying to either get them online, get do the online learning and being a parent, being a parent teacher slash teacher themselves, or getting them into a school situation that could probably possibly for most parents, I, I wouldn't. I, I've talked to some parents yesterday uh, that have a situation where one of their kids is off um, in a in a school situation where he's away from home and mm-hmm. one of their kids is learning online and they're like super, you know, it's like just a scary situation. Right. So they're one child is gone and one child is at home and they're like, we have control over the one child and we don't know what, you know, <laughs> it's that kind of like, Oh my gosh, you know, what do you do? Um, Uncertainty. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, so you got a lot of that going on and then you got a lot of other things come into play in the world. I mean, as we've seen since March, the world has, continue the landscape of the world um has has changed drastically from uh from that point and uh it's it's become a very a different place because of very many factors uh with with covid with uh just just tensions uh and and that is that is across the board um that is racially that is politically that is that is across the board just being a human and all those things come into play and i think there's so many things that are going on that eyes on a kickstarter probably aren't necessarily the that's not that's people not people's like uh it's not on their top main focus right yeah Yeah, they've got other things they're trying to deal with obviously we've got friends and family members who have become sick and uh you know they're either they're they're making full recoveries or they're having a lot worse things uh, happen. Well, we talked to uh, Casey about it, right? Uh, sometimes yeah. it's just, it's just uh, the timing of it. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes it's, it's just the, the, that moment in Kickstarter, what your core audience maybe might not be able to, to, um, to help out at that particular time. Yeah. I mean, I think I, I, I feel like, um, and, and Travis and I had this discussion uh, we've been talking about it. it. It's been a lot longer than just last night. I mean, we've, we've kind of talked about it over the last week or so, just about where we're, what we're, what we're seeing, what we're not seeing, uh, what the differences are. I, I always try to be super positive. I try to be the cheerleader of the team and I'm sure that gets on Travis and you can tell me if I'm, if I'm right or wrong, <laughs> but <laughs> I is definitely the cheerleader. I mean, even at our, our most uh, worst moments of things where the, the Kickstarter itself is either super stagnant or no one is responding to anything that we're doing or we have zero views on a video that we're trying to put up uh, to, to get engagement, uh, I'm just like, put on the happiest face. I mean, honestly, it was the worst, like, 
we decide on like yeah let's just jump back we decided to do a live stream the same night that like literally we we have a live stream set for a time and we're like okay we're gonna do this at this time and that was that was right after the news that Chadwick Boseman passed away and both Travis and I are like uh and I I know that between that news and everything else that I could see it in Travis he was wrecked and I'm trying to put on a happy face and I'm feeling wrecked too you know yeah yeah that was a, that was a crazy crazy night so uh, I was going to say it's like uh I mean maybe this will be helpful to your listeners who are doing a Kickstarter you know we we came out of our first issue knocking it out of the park breaking over 10,000 very first out you know, very first outing, you know, constant upstream, like you're supposed to see, you know, everything worked out great. Uh, everybody was um, wanting to cross promote with us. There wasn't a day I didn't get a Kickstarter and have a message from another creator saying, Hey, do you want to cross promote me? And I'm like, yes, let's cross promote, you know? So all those things went real smooth, you know? Um, and then this one, uh, you know, you, so just to get out of the side, you don't want to tell yourself you wrote a bad first issue and the reason no one's coming back is because that issue isn't very good. Like that's the thing that's in the back of my mind all the time is that maybe it's the comic. But uh, on that note, if we want to go over the weird happenings of this launch, um, we had a very first day, good day. We did three times as much on our first day of the second issue than we did on the first issue. And like based on projections, that should have put us well over 10,000 by the end. Well, we launch and immediately there's a, you know, the mass shooting. Uh, sorry. First, there's the stabbing. I think that, that was the same day we launched. Uh, not stabbing. Sorry. The, 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 what is this? Sorry. There's so many bad news things in the world bad with death. the police, seven shots in the back in front of his kids. Mm-hmm. That happens the day we launch. So the next day is kind of dead because it's just filled with that news. You know, we and then we move and right after that. We're trying to regroup, and then you have the mass shooting in that same town by the guy, the kid with the assault rifle, which is just carries the news. And then we're like, okay, we'll try to do this again. We're going to do a video. We'll do a live feed. Minutes before we go live feed, Chad Bozeman dies, and we have zero views in an hour long live feed. When in the past we've had fifty or sixty viewers, you know, and so. Just wreck after wreck. Yeah, I mean, it's like it's one of those things where people are going to be paying attention to the to the main storyline, what or main main story that's going on at that point in time, and it kind of uh, takes away from from uh, what you're trying to do. Gosh yeah. darn it, life! Why do you got to be so crazy? Twenty twenty. <laughs> I mean, so then you have to ask yourself the questions, like, so we kept hanging on, and you're two weeks in, but mm-hmm. like you know, I'm looking at this chart on kickstarter on the dashboard and it's been a flat line since launch there's a you know huge increase to almost two thousand dollars and then we've been under 2100 this whole time yeah so have you all talked about where you're going to go to uh, continue continuing this or how how are you all going to handle that so this is a discussion we're hoping to have today with brett and actually david who's on your call because he edits for us you know, do we Hello. do we dismantle this campaign or do we hold out to the end? And, you know, like if we dismantle, how do you dismantle the campaign and regroup and come back around from this? Um, you know, what do we have to change? Like, you know, there's also a good possibility. It's the, the Kickstarter campaign itself. So we'd have to evaluate that. Uh, I can tell you that we've had 
So when we look at numbers, if anyone, you know, is in the Kickstarter and looks at this better, our backer reports, for instance, show us that we've gotten no backers from Kickstarter's site. So no one's found us mm. through discovery or advanced discovery or nothing. Mm-hmm. Facebook has been one or two. All of our backers are from that first day, and they're all from an email we sent to the previous Kickstarter mm-hmm. backers, and that's been the only backers we've had. Yeah. So we're buried deep, um, and uh, we're just not seeing any momentum at all. Okay. You know, we've tried adjusting things on Facebook. So, you know, it, it, it's possible maybe we're just doing something wrong for Kickstarter itself. I think there's also another – there's other issues too that – I mean, like just things that are out of our control. Another Kickstarter launched at um, roughly the same time within the same oh time God. frame with a very large yeah. attached to it and it – was right after broke, the Chadwick Bozeman thing too. It's like, it, oh, that hit broke, too. Yeah, it broke crazy numbers and um, it's, it's one of those things where you – um, you lie in the shadow sometimes of something else and there's no, you have no control over it, you know, and it's, it's, I, I, I threw out the plea. Hey people, if, if you have any money left after backing that, why don't you come over and help us out? But you know, <laughs> not to sound desperate, but you know, <laughs> I, it's one of, it, it's like, you know, if you like, if you, if, if those people honestly like that book and that idea, they're going to love this one. Cause it's very much in line, you know, like just, just feel i would say i mean but that's just me point being is that there's a lot of things that are out of our control uh there's a lot of things that we could probably change and 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 take control of to make things better and just because if we do have this conversation we do decide to pull back on the kickstarter and rethink regroup and redo certain things i don't necessarily think that uh that it'll be a bad thing. Uh, I think it'll give us an opportunity to be able to come back a little bit stronger, come back a little more uh, planned out, planked out, and have the ability to uh, trim certain things down, but beef certain things up in a way before we before we hit the road again. Um, I feel that it's almost like a metaphor for life, right? You know, you have, or not a metaphor, but like, uh, like there's a lot of similarities to things, you know, it's not, it's never like in life when things are going bad. Uh, it's, it's not, it's not bad to just like, you know, lock yourself in a room and read a book or something like that and come back out a little stronger or take a vacation mm-hmm. and come back refreshed or rejuvenated or, uh, you know, uh, any of those things. So this kind of, I, I feel like when Travis broached this conversation with me last night, I, I, I thought about it. He said, you don't have to answer back. And I, I thought about it and I, I was pretty quick with my response. You know, I said, we need bookmarks. Oh, the bookmarks. <laughs> I know, dude. <laughs> I need the bookmarks. We're going to be a problem. Oh my gosh. That's why people aren't backing Travis. They want bookmarks, dude. I they told want- everybody, I'm like, we should have bookmarks this time. Like, oh, maybe we'll dude. make those a, a, a stretch goal. And I'm like... I have a bad feeling about launching a Kickstarter file bookmarks, man. David, David, you're young. You're hip. Tell us. Bookmarks. What's the deal? Oh, What's the deal? Yes. Let me tell you. Everybody, and I mean everybody, loves a good bookmark. At 25, it's TikTok and bookmarks. Let me tell you. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Is that what we're not doing right? We're not We're not TikToking enough about it, and we're not bookmarking the TikTok bookmarks. Mm-hmm. Wait. Are, are these bookmarks on the internet? Or are these like physical bookmarks? Well, it's a yeah, real chicken and egg situation. 
you know, do you TikTok first? Do you give a bookmark first? Do you bookmark then TikTok? I guess the whole uh, purpose of this particular episode or this particular feature of the podcast is to to highlight the the process, right? So this is one of the processes I've I've talked to previous um, in previous episodes to to creators when when I did a uh, when I interviewed DWCon for the um, Lovecraft PI. He uh, he said that he didn't get his first success in Kickstarter until probably his third or fourth one. So it's it is something that that does happen on Kickstarter. Um, where are you guys at in the process? Are you guys already like done with the story? Or are you guys still working the story? Are you still doing the colors? Or are you still doing the the work? Well, it's it's done. Uh, the whole series is other than so writing. Whatever put it art wise, we go issue to issue, but the books yeah. itself, all seven issues, have been written and completed. Yeah. Thanks to David and Greg. We uh, okay. We yeah. So there's not I mean, really going to be too much of a wait from the time that the Kickstarter ends to the time where people will be getting it uh, in their in their mailbox. Yeah, last time it was a one month turnaround. And I was mostly just trying to get the logistics of the stuff printed and into envelopes. And and having a local printer that is local, literally like down the street from, from Brett and can be picked up and it's sourced by that David. way. And <laughs> yeah, by David. By, yeah, yeah, David or Brett. Sorry. <laughs> next door. Sorry. Like literally next door. That's awesome. So like, you know, they it, it's it we're we're trying to one, um, keep it local, help the community, make sure that the money stays uh stays fresh, vibrant and moving through in that sense, but also too, just like uh, making sure that we have that, that type of control over it. We're not waiting uh, literally on, on something coming through on a boat through customs, through all those things. And, you know, I, I've, I've done that with publishers that have books that you're waiting for months. And with this, it's, it's a month. That's fast turnaround in the printing world. Well, yeah, I, I mean, even stuff that I pledged for, there's one that hasn't come through. It's been about a year and they've updated. So luckily there's updates, right? So, mm-hmm. And the worst thing I, I think you can do is uh, not have updates, <laughs> yeah, especially yeah. if you're on a long turnaround. But uh, no, um, it's good to hear that you guys uh, that you guys are, are set up to that almost as soon as you guys are back that you'd be able to get this out pretty quickly. Yeah. And it, and it's, it, and it's a testament to like, you know, Brett and his art. I mean, he's really, he's, he's really fast with what he's doing. He, and it's also shows that, you know, because he, this is a project that uh, if you, if you heard, I mean, if, if the listeners go back to the previous, previous episode, you know, Travis talks about how, how they devised the, the idea of it. And it's something that, that Brett's invested in because this is mm-hmm. literally something that he was like, I want to draw this write it and travis is like okay i will i will write this thing and you know so it's it's something that that the two of them came up with and obviously when you're invested in it in that sense you're gonna you're gonna put the time and the effort and the and and the love into it and and you can see it in these drawings and we didn't talk about the pencils travis the pencil art oh yeah there was a pen he brett wanted to do an issue and he did it's the it's the entire issue just in pencils the cover everything that Beautiful. does look pretty cool. I was looking at that right now. Yeah. So yeah, I thought it was a pretty brilliant idea. That's another one thing that, that I was like I was saying. This is the whole the whole process, and that's part of the process. But it's going to be a special edition that's only going to be re, um, published once. Uh, it's 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 going to be the only time that this particular um, copy oh, or this pencils. particular edition, yeah, is going to be yeah. released. 
Yep. Only so you, you, the pencils will never get released again. And he looks pretty cool. I, I, I like it. Yeah. It just uh, it just it just amazes me how how much more uh, how much more work these uh, comic books uh, go through, and uh, just to just to see the the light of day. Yeah, I think you know if you were to pick up like the pencils and the um, the script, and then a final version, you, the script isn't going to match what's in the pencils, and the pencils isn't going to match what's in, in the finals, uh, because there's an editing process between each of those mm-hmm. uh, variants, and so like you know there's a, there's a lot of language change, uh, dialogue change between them. Sometimes there's panel changes because we get there and we're like, oh, the panel is going to work right. Uh, even in, the, say, the first issue, um, if you were to look at the original pencils and look at the final comic, you'll notice there's two panels added in the final comic. They're not in the pencils version because mm-hmm. we there's a pacing issue. And for people people that are into the into the writing process and just into the to the process itself of the creation, I mean, it's it's interesting because. When Travis wrote the story, he wrote a, a very, a very big, broad story. And then when he brought me into it, uh, we worked on on bringing it in and and getting it a little honed up and everything, everything looked good. And then when when David came in, there was a lot more tweaking that went into it that that both Travis and I were like, oh yeah, we didn't think about that, or oh yeah, we could definitely, you know, like it, it's a lot of it's coming down to that dialogue, right? You know, we can we can we. Can, write out some really cool descriptions of stuff and put in a lot of cool dialogue. But at the same point, people are really wanting to buy a book for the pictures. Yep. <laughs> Art sells the book. Yeah. All right, guys. Uh, anything else you guys want to talk about, um, about this campaign? Yeah, you should go check it out. I mean, I think that seems like really oversimplifying it, but I mean, the greatest pleasure to be on this team is to work with, I mean, one, two, three really amazing artists and, uh, I mean, timing sucks sometimes. The world's not in a great place in a lot of ways. But, I mean, this is just such – I mean, the joy being brought on as an editor when I was was that I got to see it at a different stage and have fun just tweaking things around. But it's, like, truly such a great story to work with and write on. And I do want everybody to read it because it's just such a, a phenomenally written and drawn and uh, put-together story. I was going to say, David nailed it right there. Check it out. That's, <laughs> that's all you got to do. I mean – you check it out. You see the art. You'll fall in love with that. And I mean, if you don't like space cats, I don't know what's wrong with you. They're space cats. They're cats from space, man, lady, cat space, space cats. Oh no, cat space. <laughs> they're from they're they're from cat space. What? Yeah, that's where space cats, cats live. Cat space. Cat space from space. Yes. Cat space from Earth. <laughs> I always wonder though because. Space and this may be Earth. something that we have to delve into in a later book. I know we've already written all this stuff out, but I mean, where do they go to the bathroom if they're cats? Do they have a giant litter box? I just I want to know. point I, out in my very long version of the story that came up, <laughs> and we took we took that out. I know. I wrote this thing so expansive and so it's, like detailed originally that going to the bathroom was a question that came up because first you're in space. Second, you're on an alien spacecraft where people don't use the bathroom in the same ways. So mm-hmm. third, where does a human go to the bathroom in a spaceship that isn't designed for humans in deep space? Right. Yeah. That's fun. That's hilarious. <laughs> so like I said, we're going to be looking at other uh, two other Kickstarter 
projects that are going on. So the uh, first, well, actually the second uh, Kickstarter campaign we're going to be looking at is La Mano del Destino Bilingual Flipbook. Oh, okay. uh, bilingual? Bilingual Flipbook. I'm over here showing my... Um, <laughs> my uh, <laughs> <laughs> my native tongue, I guess. Yeah. Your Spanish. Uh, it's a Lucha Libre comic book. It's actually a, um, what is it called? Tradeback coming together, bringing or the six issues that are already uh, have already been released into one. But Jay Gonzo is actually releasing this as a flip book because it's going to be in Spanish on the on the flip side. Oh, um, cool. If you, all, if you all haven't figured it out by my name and by... By other episodes, I am uh, I am Mexican American. I grew up with luchadors. I grew up with when we did that that episode yeah. with uh, doing the lucha luchadors and monsters. Yes. This is right up my alley. This is something that I really want to see come together. Um, I want to be able to see it happen. Um, and he's actually Jay Gonzo has actually uh, agreed to talk to us about this um, at a later time. Awesome. Oh my gosh. I'm, I'm excited because ever since you got me on the luchador kick, uh, I've been, I've been on it. Uh, I think you might've seen the picture of uh, the luchador mask. My, my friend Andrea sent me and then, uh, mm-hmm. she, she sent me actually like a, uh, a face mask, face mask. Like, so I got the full on, like, you know, the, the blue demon <laughs> mask. And, uh, and then she sent me one, like a face mask, you know, for, to, to keep the COVIDs away. Uh, and it has a, a blue demon face, uh, his, his mask on that and that's like super cool she was like she saw it as she's walking through the the market down in texas she's like greg needs this <laughs> and i was like oh my god thank you <laughs> that's cool this art looks insane uh so he actually did everything i'm pretty sure um for, if i understand correctly he did the the script the um the art and the editing and all that and the lettering okay i backed it <laughs> i i'm i'm easy. i'm I'm jumping on this too. This is this is beautiful. Like the colors, like there's uh, even a chance to get your own version of the mask down down below if you can, if you if you go down far enough. Your face. Well, I can't afford that right now. <laughs> I did get <laughs> yeah, a it's a it's, copy. It's a little it's a little on the on the higher end side, um, but yeah, uh, I, I don't know if y'all know this, but luchador masks they are uh, they are expensive if they're the real thing. Not so much if you got buy buy them on the on the side of the road or anything like that, but but the real thing they they are they get pretty expensive. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah, it's pretty cool. How many luchador like masks do you have? Oh, I don't have much anymore. But I when growing <laughs> up, I had a bunch. Of, I had. <laughs> I was just I knew it. <laughs> yeah, I had I had a whole bunch of them growing up. Um, so you were rich. I, no, no, no. <laughs> yeah, you were that they were really expensive. Now you tell me you got a whole bunch of them as a little kid. Like, like you know, I got a Nintendo that was ninety nine dollars. You got a whole bunch of seven thousand dollar Luchador masks. You know, well, I had the I, I got the the spandex ones, the ones that that are like five bucks. Five, okay, all right. I'll, I'll yeah. let you have that. I, I was starting to lose my trust in you. It's like, yeah, yeah. I, you know, I live in a very poor high Sienda mansion. <laughs> he was, he, well, what you don't know. Is Saul was a luchador wrestler in junior high, and he was wrestling my, another, and he was the the masks that he had were those that he unmasked, and he, he stole their powers because it's like isn't that how it works? You steal their mask, you steal their identity. Well, you steal their power by by pretty much um, getting rid of the mystique behind them. Yeah, so you you just kept a whole like a like a bunch of it was like yeah you just kept a bunch of their powers. 
Oh, it's like, oh my oh, my uncles actually trained to be luchadors, but they didn't. They never pursued it afterwards. Oh my god, that's awesome! Mm-hmm. Like we got all these skills. Well, I'm good. No, you need it. You, sometimes you need <laughs> they, that for life. <laughs> they actually, um, they actually know um, famous wrestlers from Mexico, so it's like that was always cool for me. Oh, I used to go to the the live matches uh, out out in Mexico City. That's so cool. I love live matches. There's nothing better than the sound of the, like a full flat back hitting the center of the rink and then watching the whole ring just like pop up off the ground for a second and drop back down. Mm-hmm. Holy crap. My dad used to be one of those one of those uh spectators that would, would yell at him and ah. be like um like like the heels. He would he would he would go for the heels. I think you yeah. mean a mark. Oh. <laughs> oh no no, he wasn't a mark. He wasn't a mark. <laughs> I saw I could help him. He wasn't oh, a mark, I but, uh, but yeah. I... <laughs> Travis uh, only says it because that's what he is when he goes to the yeah, wrestling that's matches here. Yeah, that's like well, he, <laughs> I bought he, a t-shirt, guys. Freaking mark. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Uh, all right, so I'm uh, sent you the the next one. Okay, I got it. I'm I'm backing this guy. Oh, this is awesome! I can't wait for this book. This awesome. one's I think is gonna wrap his wrap its um. Kickstarter campaign already, but this one's already this one's already like 100 percent above 100. Yeah. Nice. It's called Akimus. Um, is this? It says it's a the Sentai uh, sci-fi comic series, which to me automatically is like Power Rangers kind of. This this one looks pretty cool. I like the artwork on it. And look, there's like a, there's like a doomsday looking kind of monster in this one. I don't know if you if you guys see that one. Oh, that monster is super cool looking. Yeah, dang, dude, this art is ridiculous. Oh yeah, it definitely has that like Power Rangers uh, vibe about it. Look at all the maps. I, I consider myself like the guy in the red because he looks like he had a little beer, beer gut kind of dad bod kind of going on. <laughs> He's got a dad That's, bod. Yeah, I see that. I see. I see myself on that on that guy. <laughs> right, two thousand years in the future, eighty percent of the world's resources have been diminished. Animal life ceases to exist. Radiation and extreme forces of nature make the surface in that. In I can't even say this word. Inhabitable. Inhabit. Inhabit- uh, shoot. Inhabitable. <laughs> there you go. For extended periods of time, teamwork. <laughs> war has taken its toll. Uh, war has taken its toll to make matters worse. The worlds have become overrun by biomechanical monsters called mechai. The human race struggles to survive as the numbers dwindle day by day. So um, the mechai, which I would think are like the resorts, uh-huh. are bad guys. Looks okay. like, I think, I don't know, um, but uh, it looks pretty cool. It has various covers, various different prints. They have T-shirts, cool. Okay, yeah, no, this looks this looks cool. I hadn't gone all the way down on some of the on on this one. How many issues are there? I oh, think this is the first one. Okay, I was like, I I opened it like I looked at the like. I was like, oh wow, that's like a lot of issues. It's just many different cover variant covers. Yeah, there's a lot of variant covers on it. But I think this is Travis, the first one. They have more variant he's got more variant covers than we do. <laughs> Take that. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. It's it reminds me of uh um the Power Ranger if the Power Rangers uh if the if if the kids from Captain Planet became Power Rangers, and instead of becoming forming <laughs> oh Captain Planet, God. they all became Sentai warriors, and then all of a sudden were like their own Captain Planets. But like, there's no Captain Planet. 
Um, I don't know. Yeah, that, that that makes more sense. Yeah. That doesn't. That, that's not, not dissuading me. That's just making me more hype for it. So that's I, I'm just putting it into something I can I can understand. And I'm like, yeah. Like, what happens if Captain Planet's like, nah, screw it. I'm just gonna leave. You know, I'm tired. I'm gonna go roll into my bedroom and read a book because the world sucks. Oh my god, that's great. Um, what so I mean, I'm Captain Planet. That is and, something that Captain Planet would probably tell us at this time. We're like, hey, you guys screwed up. Uh, you're on your own. Chucks deuces and he kicks rocks. He's, He's like, gonna be, what is it? Uh, Don Cheadle, Captain Planet. Oh, 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 <laughs> dang, dude. Have you have you seen that on uh, yes, the internet? That's so cool. No. It's on YouTube. It, uh, he just starts killing people. <laughs> dang, I need to watch that. Is it, yeah, is it pretty yeah. rough, David? Uh. I'll be honest, I more just saw the stills of Don Cheadle dressed up as Captain Planet, and I wanted to see that movie. Uh, I didn't see him hurting people. Okay. Yeah, you, you should see it. it it's, it's one of those, um, what's it called? Humor? College, college humor? Okay. Um, yeah, website. college humor. All right, guys. Um, did you, do you guys know any other Kickstarters you all wanted to, to highlight? Highlight and talk about? Uh, currently, right now, I, I'm sure there's a ton of them. Uh, I did not come prepared with names. <laughs> no, no. I mean, I, those were the those were the two that I had already um, had already uh, gone ahead and, and posted already about along with Starlight. So that really does uh, wrap up the week of September sixth, twenty twenty. These episodes not they won't necessarily be on a weekly basis. Um, I'm gonna be trying at least once a month. Um, hopefully, every other every two weeks. Um, even if it's not an episode, just to to um, highlight a couple couple of uh, Kickstarter campaigns um, twice a month. So hopefully, hopefully that happens, and it doesn't get too much of a it doesn't become too much of a <laughs> of of a, of a job to do. Because um, the problem is, if you do too many all at once, then you're not going to have any for about a month, right? So I mean, I'm I'm pretty sure there's there's plenty that come out every week, but still. You don't want to overdo it on one on one one entry. All right, guys. Um, final final words about the things that we've we've seen here today, or what we talked about. Yeah, I'm good to go over here. Remember, you guys will find the links to the uh, Kickstarter campaigns on uh, in the description of the episode. Be sure to go out there, back these guys, back the kickstarter campaigns that you all definitely um are interested in we want to make sure that that these uh creators continue to to um to come out with their with their stuff well, the saddest thing would be not to have any new uh, creations or any new indie indie stuff i mean yes marvel dc all them all the big guys are going to continue going but we, we want to be able to continue to to support our indie creators All right. Well, thank you, uh, Travis. Thank you, Greg. Thank you, David, for for coming in and joining me here on um, early in the day to talk about um, about Starlight and um, talk about those two other issue, uh, two other Kickstarter campaigns that we, that we looked over. Uh, hopefully, we can get more more people um, to come on. And if you all want to have your Kickstarter campaign uh, featured in, in on Nerds from the Crypt, just let us know. We'll be more than happy to take a look at it. Uh, you can email us at nerdsftc at gmail.com or you can go to the contact page contact us page on the nerdsftc.com all right guys thank you guys very much and we'll see you guys next time
fan of things that go bump in the night Chills up your spine, paralyzed by fright Thrilled by horror, at the center of a chat Then welcome to the Nerds from the Crypt Podcast